these guys are more rare than a pole dancing unicorn sliding down a razor blade into a salt pit. It's time for what the fuck is up with Spada and Soup. is up everybody welcome back to screen break entertainment my name is spada and today i am joined as always by my best friend my best buddy sir soups how's it going today sir fantastic fantastic no complaints uh feeling a little fly today feeling a little fly oh, a little fly, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh i get it i get it i get it ah, a little reference to yeah. our uh to to part of america's political process taking part uh taking place tonight <laughs> It was uh, it's a fun evening. It was it was it was an evening. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was what it was. I hope everybody's doing really really well tonight. Welcome back to uh, welcome back to Screen Break Entertainment. Like I said before, and to another episode of What the Fuck Is Up. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about hauntings, and by hauntings, we basically mean ghost stories. And so I've got ghost stories. Soups has ghost stories. We've looked up some ghost stories that we think are a little spooky, and we're hoping that some of you guys in the chat are going to be willing to hang out with us and share some of your spooky stories. So you can hear right. there's a song in the background going on right now. I hope you can hear, and it's a little spooky-ish. So that's going to be our backtrack for today's podcast. Uh, hopefully it doesn't become obnoxious, and if it does, y'all just let me know. <laughs> but let me go ahead and drop some plugs real quick. If you guys are not already, please follow us on uh, Instagram at WTF Spot of Soups. You can find us on Twitter at Sir Soups for Soups and at Screen Break Int for myself. And that's Int short for entertainment. I feel like I have to clarify because Int doesn't, uh, it, it sounds, I don't know, you, <laughs> I don't know how you interpret that, that sound that I'm making. Um, <laughs> if you're watching us today on YouTube and you're joining us live, we really much appreciate you guys. We've already got Fernando active in the chat, chat um, and it's good to see you, Fernando. And what up? other people will be joining us throughout the night. So if you're watching this on archive, uh, any of y'all on YouTube, make sure to drop a like on the stream, share it with your friends. We, you know, we think that we're a pretty awesome and fun podcast and, you know, we're looking, we're hoping for our audience to keep on growing. And, you know, so the best way you can help us do that is by liking the video, subscribing to the channel, sharing us with your friends, all that good stuff. Now, if you're watching us Definitely. on Facebook, go find us on uh, YouTube at Screen Break Entertainment is simple enough. It's exactly what it sounds like. Go ahead and find us on YouTube. We play. We have gaming videos that pop up there from time to time. We're trying to do more and more of it right now. Life's just been a little bit hectic. But in either case, yeah. we do the podcast every Wednesday live at 11 p.m. So both it, whether you're on Facebook or on YouTube, you can join us in the chat, share your stories with us. We'll be sharing them with the uh, with the podcast as long as you give us your permission. For those of you guys sure. watching the archive and listening to the audio only version, 
of this podcast uh, of this podcast we very much appreciate your support as well same same as everybody else like share subscribe all that good stuff and if you're listening to us on pdx radio thanks again rappy for featuring us you're an awesome guy uh we we are indebted to you greatly we very much Shout appreciate out. it and uh, we appreciate the the music that you you've provided us and the intro you've provided us as well so thank you rappy for your support and if you're watching us on pdx show rappy some love but make sure to follow the follow us at those social media uh, places as well so uh so yeah you guys can keep up with when we're going live and what other stuff we're doing all right that's it <laughs> so soups there's a plug <laughs> how's it going today man man it's it's going pretty good man uh week's been <laughs> short right we were just on saturday yeah so it's been a week it's, uh, been, a, it's yeah. been a short week for uh for us and the normal time for the podcast definitely but uh playing some fall guys trying to level up trying to get to 40 you know, I, this tonight's yeah, the last I don't, night i, mean, I don't, I don't I, think I, you're gonna exactly <laughs> I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna make it uh, but i pretty much resigned myself to the fact that i wasn't gonna make it like nah. last week so, fair enough you know um yeah and that's been pretty much it maybe trying to think about what i want to play whenever i decide to record something <laughs> uh so i keep going back and forth i don't know what the fuck to play so eventually i'll figure it out and record <laughs> something but yeah if you guys you know. have any suggestions let uh you know let us know what you'd like to see soups play uh on his off time when he's playing stuff just for himself he likes to play you know madden call of duty that kind of stuff so you know let us know if that's something you guys i, I play see. everything man fair enough that you play a lot of first yeah. person uh, or uh one uh, single player stories as well I do. Yes, which, I love speaking of which, a game that you've been recommending to me for a long time, Days Gone, is yeah. now available on PlayStation Now. So oh, look at that! I will probably be giving that a shot, specifically th- for th- that th- reason. I thought about playing that just because of how much the dude looks like you. <laughs> Bro, I'd be like, "Well, I'm still here with Spada. I'm controlling him now." <laughs> so. That's a great compliment, but uh, but no, <laughs> but no, that uh, yeah, you, that Google man that looks shit. nothing like me. Uh, he's much know, better man. looking than I am. Uh, but so there hasn't been <laughs> there hasn't been much uh, time that's passed between the last podcast and this podcast. I'm trying to think of anything interesting that I have to share. Um, oh, you know what? I do have something interesting to share. Amber and I stumbled onto uh, a very creepy movie called Apostle. And mm. it's on Netflix. It's not new. It's been on the there for I don't know, like two years or something like that. One of my okay. coworkers brought it up to me a long time ago. Just now watched it. Very, very. Um, I'm not sure. I love the direction that it went at the end, but maybe it was building up all the way to that, and I missed it. Mm. I don't really know. It kind of went a weird, you know. It, it kind of had a weird ending, but the actual story like the guy gets on this island he meets these like cult members and this takes place in like the like i don't know late 1800s and he meets these cult members and they all believe in this like god that feeds on their blood once a month or i don't know it's fucking weird um it's it's this really weird but it is insanely vivid First of all, in the storytelling, like the experience that the guy's going through, it's it's very vivid and visceral. But like, what's way the the gore when somebody dies is uh, heart wrenchingly realistic. Wow! Like, and and it's 
I don't know how to explain it. It's not a bad story. The story itself is really, really good. And as a horror movie, I think it works quite well because it does give you that really uncomfortable anxiety as you're watching yeah. it. Um, it's not what I would consider a typical horror, and it's not a gore fest. It's just that when there is gore, it's so unbelievably realistic. It is uncomfortable it's, sometimes. And there yeah. is a particular couple of scenes in that movie that are really fucking weird but if you're into horror movies then i strongly recommend it really quick my beautiful wife has made it into the chat on facebook saying hey our internet is slacking well so far i'm not <laughs> getting any um i'm not getting any problems on my end but i apologize that you are baby i love you very much anyways so uh yeah. pretty cool movie um i would recommend if you're into horror movies in general i think i think you should watch it yeah okay any recommendations from you sir um, over the course of the last three days, four days. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, I watched Just Mercy. That shit was really good. I don't know what that's about. I feel like I've seen it uh, pop up a lot. Well, on it's, my recommended, but it's um, this guy in Alabama was like falsely convicted of this crime, and Michael B. Jordan's the lawyer, and it's like a real story. Oh no, uh, I know about this one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they go through, it's like set in like the early 90s, I think. I know about the story, uh, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a pretty good movie, man. I enjoyed it, but some of the, you know, some of the shit in those movies is hard to watch, so. It's real, real. But yeah, but it I, it was good, man. I, I cool. thoroughly enjoyed it. From, it was pretty good acting from Michael B. Jordan, because sometimes he uh, he can overact. <laughs> you think so? You no. Know? I think he's pretty I, good, yeah. man. I, I think he's a good yeah. actor. You just you just got to pay attention to him, man. He is he's trying way too hard, but I mean, he's he, that's his style, man. That's his thing, you know. So he's Michael B. Jordan, but he didn't seem like Michael B. Jordan in this movie. He was, I thought he did a great job playing that role. So fair enough. You know, it was all right. And then I watched the show you suggested, Monsterland. Yeah, well, I'm glad you watched the first episode because that show was fucking weird. It was, bro, it, speaking of, like, gory moments, like, it wasn't super gory. Yeah, but, but he, when, they when were, he rips off his face. Oh, that, but when they, when she, her friends were helping helping her, and they fucking took that oh, shit, yeah. and uh, oh. I, I couldn't look at my TV. I was like, nah, bro. Amber, this, Amber was like. This is not for me. Amber was hardcore being, like, rev she was hardcore revolted by that. Whole yeah, yeah, I I could not. I was like, all right, this is done. And yeah, Fernando, uh, he's, he's asking the that movie Soup's talking about is the one with Jamie Fox. Yeah, um, Fernando, Jamie Fox and Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Fernando, the movie I was talking about, by the way, was Apostle. Um, so Just Mercy and Apostle, I guess two two movie recommendations. I'll have to check out Just Mercy, but I'll have to check it out after October because I'm trying my best to stay in the fucked up horror mode. Because when I'm not uh, watching the shit that I want to watch, when we're not watching what we want to watch, Amber and I, we're stuck watching all of the shit the kids want to watch. And Bruh. look, man, I'm glad my kid loves Power Rangers and superheroes and shit, but God, I can only deal with that for so long. So uh, so I'm fully, I'm going all in. Everything that I can absorb or uh, uh, take in as media over the course <laughs> of the next, you know, let's say three and a half weeks as much as possible is going to be in that scary horror theme. I'm going to try to yeah. keep it there. Try to keep my head in that game, in that, uh, in that mode. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I, Blippi's horror enough in itself. So I get to watch that all the time now. Blippi. Oh, Blippi. Ugh. 
that guy's a weird guy, man. Bruh. But hey, man, he's, that's his hustle, man. He's doing good. Yeah, no, he's killing it, man. Like, <laughs> she, he's got fucking merchandise. He has, mm-hmm. She has a bl- blippy doll. You know, he has a book that he wrote and illustrated. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. No, oh, he, well, I mean, maybe. he created this character himself. So I got to give it to him, man. Like, Yo, kids, he, it talks to kids. Jax was really into it for a while. Bro, I was, he has, his shoes are like painted in his colors. <laughs> and then there's a little, little like cartoon of him on the side of the shoe. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, all right. <laughs> like, he really went all in because I would have just put on like some black shoes or something and just called it a day. Well, his old content—his old ca- content's crazy, man. It's just like where this horror music is playing in the background as we're talking about Blippy, the child, <laughs> 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 the child YouTube star. <laughs> he's not a child, but he's for children. Uh, uh, he makes children's content, but like the stuff Jackson used to watch was him like riding a riding lawnmower and being like, "I'm going forwards." I'm right. going backwards. Oh, he sells that shit hard. <laughs> He's like, he, he fucking makes up songs and shit. Like, all right, whatever. I, Amber it's... showed me how mom groups are obsessed with him, but it, because apparently, like, he's a really good-looking guy. So mom groups are like, there's there's like mom groups all over Facebook that have like pictures of him like not in the blippy <laughs> getup and just not normal guy get up they're like god damn like oh my god dude this poor guy (laughs) he's like i was just trying to entertain some children um (laughs) now he's getting hit on by all yeah man that's unfortunate but i think it's it's cool i his content amber and i were both like of all the youtube stuff that's out there he was he was the stuff we actually enjoyed jackson watching because he was Mm -hmm. like trying to teach something to some degree and like when he went to the theme park, he's like all excited. He's like, now I'm going to go on the merry-go-round, you know. <laughs> Blippi's always on fucking 10. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking laugh he does. That shit's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. All right. Uh, oh, so let's that's see. Funny. Real quick, we got, uh, got it. I'll check that one out. Cool Fernando. Hollow Man's in here. He said, hell yeah, man. Monster House. Uh, we were talking the, the show we're talking about is uh, I, I don't know about Monster House but I, we're talking about Monster Land which is that, yeah. that show on, it's, it's a show on Hulu and it's basically like monster of the episode kind of thing but like the first episode was weird bro like yeah the, the fucking skin snatcher wasn't the real fucking monster yeah he killed the monster or at least he tried to kill the monster um, and was trying to move on with his life while maintaining the superpower and when she goes, right. how do you live with yourself? You know, he says some, or, you know, at the time she says something to the effect of, uh, uh, the only way you can live with yourself is to live or something like that. I don't know. Some mm. like weird, like attempt at some wise quote. And then she drives, I don't want to ruin it, but the ending was fucking what? <laughs> Bruh. I, I just. I couldn't. I, I just so couldn't mad. understand, dude. Amber was what? so mad. Yeah, it it, was... man. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. <sighs> have you guys this... watched? Have you watched the horror short film Zygote on YouTube on a YouTube channel by the director of District Nine? I have not. Is, is Neil, that something we Neil should Neil Blowcamp? Is that something that we should check out there, Hollow Man? I've never. Uh... <laughs> Fernando says, "Hey, I follow Blippy on Instagram." <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? Oh, I don't even want to. I don't want to keep talking about Blippy. All right. 
<laughs> I this can talk about Blippi, Blippi all day. <laughs> we'll do a two-hour podcast just to right. <laughs> We'll be breaking down his episodes. <laughs> Amber, thank you so much for sharing the stream. I love you, babe. You're awesome. Always supportive. Always, always there for me. I appreciate that, baby. Um, Thanks, Amber. So, let's see. I guess now's as good a time as any to jump into the, uh, to, I don't know, start telling some shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, we, let's get started. Well, what do you want to? I, I have. I, we, I think we have to start with a fundamental question. When it comes to yeah. ghosts, do you believe or not believe? Are you a skeptic? Do you full-on deny their existence? Or um, do you believe in ghosts? I will say up until the last three years, I I was a super skeptic. But now I'll call myself a recovering skeptic. <laughs> a recovering skeptic. Right? <laughs> I, I, like some some shit went down and now I'm just like, okay, well, I, I can kind of believe some of this shit. Right? I got to Dude, this light is like so bright in my eyes. I'm having like a tough time like. Oh, that's way better. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's very good. Yes. Beyond belief, fact or fiction. Is that? Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Familiar. Beyond, but yeah, no, that was a show. That sounds familiar, but I'm not familiar enough to say. I feel like I've, it's the like, oh, it's not the. I was thinking Ripley's Believe It or Not when I read that just I, now. So I, like that show that they had where they would just cover like Ripley. Yeah, Believe I mean, it's stuff. just it's. It's that show, but not without science. Like it's just, it tells uh, folk tales. You know, okay. all right. Not what I can't think of the modern word for it. Um, I guess it's a ghost story. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but you know, it tells those. It tells those kind of things, and then people act it out. And if it's the same show I'm thinking about, and then at the end, or I think it shows like three, and then you have to guess. Oh, yeah. Which one is fact and which one is fiction? Okay, I've made it. Oh, I've made well, it worse. I'm trying. It's a, oh, it's a bit of yeah, a man. meme. I'm trying so hard to get this light to not. I'm sorry, guys, but like this is Bruh. blinding me. Okay, it's haunting okay. you. Yeah. Well, at this point, I'm just gonna have to live with it. All right. Uh, there's no there's no gauge to like turn it down a little bit. Uh, Anyways, um. For me, as far as like the belief in ghosts, uh, I'm, I would say I don't not believe in ghosts. That's the, okay. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I'm not like, no, no, no. I'm not that like convinced they don't, they don't, I'm not convinced they're not real, but I'm not. Thank you, Lacey, so much for the share. We appreciate Thanks, that as babe. well. Um, I have had experiences that make me feel like it's very, it's very possible. It's, uh, but I've, you know, I've never seen anything that was, I've never gone through or seen anything that made me just go, yep, without a doubt, ghosts are real. You know, like, like aliens, like aliens. Now we know that there's fucking UFOs coming here from other places. This is now like... (laughs) 
it's the government fucking said it. Like, it's, <laughs> like it's we now know this. So cool. We can all kind of get on the same page. UFOs are a thing, or, or you know, <laughs> aliens exist. But Spada looks like he he's in an interrogation room with that light. Every somebody asked him if he did it or not. Yeah. Now you said you went and bought the beer at midnight. <laughs> You know you didn't fucked up, right? I'm hating this light right now, dude. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I don't want to turn off the light though, because then I don't think you'll be able to see me very well at all. Um, but anyways, my my belief in ghosts is, if I had to like rate it on a like one to, scale of one to ten, it'd be like a seven and a half. Something okay. Like that. I don't know. I mean. I, it all has to come with a bit of skepticism because yeah. people people do bullshit, people and lie. They like, make shit up, and you know you got yeah. those shows like Ghost Hunters and uh, uh, what was that? What's the Ghost, Ghost Adventures? And yeah, look, man, I'm convinced. Like the the Ghost Adventures before they were the Ghost Adventurers, there was a movie that they did. It was a documentary where they literally just went to this place in Texas. It was like an old broken down asylum and they camped mm. overnight and some freaky shit happened in the documentary and it was really legitimately freaky. So if that stuff was real, cool. But I pretty sure these guys have a reputation for staging all the time, like going places uh. and staging them. And, um, you know, the taps guys from ghost hunters on, um, on, the sci-fi channel i liked them when i was a kid because i liked that they were they were coming at it from a skeptical perspective they were trying to disprove that it was a ghost every time they went or at least that was the angle but there were several events that took place on the show not necessarily that i thought that they staged but i felt like you guys made that feel way worse than it was like uh, you know what i mean like you guys playing really they were playing it out yeah oh my um, god did you see that leaf move like <laughs> some spectral there, energy there, over there was here. there was this one point they went to like scotland and they had this uh like heat detector or you know those like the the ones that that have like thermal readings yeah you know what i mean they point the camera and it gives some kind of thermal. yeah and it, you can yeah yeah well you can see where the heat spots are they were in like scotland or some shit like that and they saw like some shit like just run from tree to tree and it must have been i don't know like 100 yards away and they go oh those are the fairies that they've talked about. And I'm like, man, what the fuck ever, man? That could be a number. That's like a coyote or a pigeon or a, a you're fucking in a, owl. Come on. You're in a fuck? forest, bro. <laughs> like, what do you expect to happen out there? What the fuck? It was Jesus so weird. Christ, like, why man. you got to jump to that? Like, you could go, maybe it's this. And then I'd be like, all right. But as soon as you go all out with that. But there was one thing that happened on that show that was super weird when they had this guy who was like a psychic. And I'm not a big believer in psychics either. Like, that's not – do I think it's <sighs> – if ghosts exist, I think there's, it's, there's reason to believe that if ghosts exist, there might be some people that might be sensitive to that. Maybe. But I don't think we've ever seen one in real life. <laughs> like, I don't think – I... there's, there's too many body language readers that are master body language readers that are – posing themselves as like these mediums on tv and shit they're cold readers um they maybe pl they I've... plant information 
or not not even that they that they plant information. They'll they'll go and I'm feeling somebody's starting with it with an M or an N or an H H H. Oh, you sir in the back there, you got an H? Yeah, my aunt. Yes, I got that. It was a female. A birthday in uh, <laughs> the summer, the the winter. Uh, I'm feeling like snow. Well, the birthday's in like October. Okay, so it's about to snow. Cool, we're on the right track. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Yes, man, absolutely. But I do think there are some people. I think that it's are definitely, definitely tapped into that. Yeah, my my stepmom would dream stuff like all the time. Really? And she, yeah, like, and she would basically tell me what I was doing, and she oh, she would have wow. no way of of freaking knowing. Wow. Other than other than that, man, like, and she did it to everyone. That's so I think something. there are really like some people that. I just I have I my I myself have personally never run into that circumstance directly. I think it's totally plausible that the real, like I said, if ghosts exist, if that kind of paranormal activity is avail is available for reality to play with, then I don't see any other reason or any reason why some other type of spiritual techniques or whatever couldn't be right. useful to some degree. Um, hold on, so uh, oh, Lacey's got a big one for us, but ho hold on, hold on, real quick, Lacey, before I get to that. Uh, Hollow Man says the fairies. DJ Hannibal Royce, it's good to see you, man. What up? Welcome to the podcast, buddy. Hollow Man, it's like Dean screaming about fairies being shoved into the car, dude. I love <laughs> Dean so much, dude. Dean's my, Dean's my dude. All right, Lacey says, even though I've had several interactions with spirits, I didn't believe in ghosts 100% until I went to the Stanley Motel where Stephen King wrote The Shining. It's in Estes Park in Colorado. Basically, a long story short, my camera stopped working. I thought my batteries died, and the tour guide told me to move away from the stairwell, where it's known to have a lot of paranormal activity, and my camera started working again once I moved away from the stairwell. Then, there were multiple, or sorry, there were more than one person who fainted on the tour. It was nuts. I can't believe people stay in that hotel. I went, I went for the ghost tour only, and it was the craziest experience ever. <laughs> Dang man, Jeez, man, that's that's uh <laughs> that's fucking creepy as shit. That that sound like what the fuck, man? People just passing <laughs> People just out, fainting and shit, right? One like, of the Reddit stories that I was gonna that I was gonna read tonight was about a guy who's like all of his shit cut out. Like he didn't believe in any paranormal activity, but like he was the only one home, and every battery he had in the house died just randomly, and he's just like. Somebody explained to – like, I'd love to understand. And he right. goes, somebody tried to say it was an EMP before. There's no way it was a fucking EMP because my TV still worked. Everything that was plugged into the wall still worked. But my anything that had a battery in it died. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> like, yeah, that's weird. That's that's definitely fucking weird. How did that – yeah, man. There, there's shit that you can't explain that – Sometimes it can only be attributed to something like that. So, or just something I mean, you simply don't understand. And my, which thing, is also true. The thing that bothers me the most when you talk about uh, ghosts and you know somebody's like a super skeptic of stuff like that. The thing that frustrates me is that, like, I totally understand you want to bring the scientific method into everything, and that that should be how we work. I we think you analyze, should. Yes, we should analyze everything, and we should make sure that we have an understanding of something before we start. Look, I'm I'm all about the scientific method for sure. But we also have to admit that there's a lot that we don't understand. Not that that means that there's metaphysical forces in the world or there's, there's spiritual forces and all the rest of that. I don't know. But, like, there is so much that we don't understand. And 
so for us to think that we know for sure it's not this or it is this or one way or the other, I think is incredibly arrogant, no matter where you go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless a ghost has picked up your water and poured it on your lap or some shit, you know, like something straight on. I think it's rough for me if you're if you've already decided that a ghost exists before you've had an experience with one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, look, Yvonne, Yvonne says, eek, they drained the batteries to manifest. Well, yeah, see, that's that sounds like like that's the kind of stuff you'd see in a horror movie for sure. Like that that kind of shit would happen where everything yeah. get, goes out. Um, I don't want to discount anybody that believes in ghosts. I just think like if you if you're a hundred percent and you didn't have a personal experience that made you at a hundred percent, then I, I can't take you seriously. You know what I mean? Like right. if you've made a decision that that's that this is real without without any evidence whatsoever, then I can't take you seriously. But the same is true when people are dogmatic about the fact that mm. they're not. You know what I mean? And Right. You don't know. So it's, it's like either it's, way, it's and frustrating all of these people cannot be lying. Like mm. every single person that has these kinds of experiences, they're not lying. There's some people make shit up, like I said sure. earlier. But well, and some people believe the fantasies they feed themselves, right? Like true. some people, they want to believe it so much that they convince themselves that it's true, regardless of whether or not they've actually had an experience. You know, they'll lie to themselves to keep that feeling alive. But beyond that, we're going to talk about experiences that we've personally had yeah. that might shake our shake the foundation of skepticism for us. And I'm going to start by telling a story from when I was very, 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 very young. I think I was four. Um, uh, Soups and I were kind of talking about it before we started because mm. I was trying to get my bearings on the memory a little bit. And I remember it mostly because I've repeated the story, but I still have vivid visual memory of this. Like I can, rem I can picture this dream that led into this experience that I had. So I was like four, maybe five. And I had this dream. Now again, four, maybe five, I was really into Barney. And so I had this dream that I'm running around this high school track, but the high school track is in like a red desert like a clay sand or clay dirt red desert and the track uh it's just like a normal school track but like right in the middle of the school track there's like this pyramid and me and barney are running around this track <laughs> i don't know why we're running around the track having fun he's being barney uh while we're running and um at one point this <laughs> it's the fucking weirdest thing it's like a cartoon ghost that like was Casper. kind of not exactly. It was like a combination of Casper and a shy guy. And he had a oh, mask okay. over his face. Uh, uh. So he's a ghost <laughs> with a mask, but it was a cartoon. And the mask was not like, it was like, you know, something you'd see on like a, the, 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 uh, you know, the theater stuff like with a oh like a the, phantom of the opera mask kind of kind of like it's just like that happy face like that 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 shovel oh, looking face yeah that, you know last what I mean? night i'll cry later yeah that yeah. that that like weird kind of face thing so it, it's kind of like that so anyways it comes down this ghost does and he says i'm this is my track you guys can't be on this and barney yells 
or Bonnie doesn't yell. He says, hey, that's not nice. You need to share. And they get into this argument with each other. And Barney and I just insist we're just going to keep running, even though this guy has told us to get off of his track. So we just keep running. And he keeps warning us. And we keep running. And he keeps warning us and all the rest of the stuff. Well, then I just wake up from my dream, right? And I'm like, it's just like this weird dream. What the fuck? Whatever. I wasn't thinking what the fuck I was for. But what, you know. <laughs> Whatever happened, it's just a dream. And I open my eyes, and I'm just sitting there. And right in front of me, at the foot of my bed, about a foot away from the foot of my bed, is a window. And the um, above the window is one of those, like, curtain skirts that you put at the top of the window. You know what I yeah. mean? It was blue. So um, it was like a double-pane window with this big blue – or with this uh, blue curtain skirt or whatever across the, bo- uh, across the top of it or whatever, the top of the window. And so – I'm looking at that as I wake up and like smoke gathers along the top of this curtain skirt thing. It just like a bunch of smoke, like mist just gathers and then it disappears. And when it disappears, that cartoon ghost from my dream is sitting right up there. He's sitting at the top of the window and and he's, and he says something. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it's something to the effect of, I told you, you'd better stay off of my, my track now you're going to get it or something like that. And he pulls down the mask. Okay. And he flies down to about, I don't know, like maybe six inches, 12 inches away from my face. And then he disappears. During this time, my room feels like it's shaking. I feel like it's, there's an earthquake and I can't move. I feel literally stuck to my bed and I can't get up. And so I'm like freaking out. And eventually I finally break loose. I get out of my bed. I stumble on the ground. I run to my mom. And like, every everything from there is pretty fuzzy. Yo. Now, this happened to me when I was like four or five, something in that range. And like I said, um, I I remember most of this because I've told the story many times. But this was a very vivid experience, and I still remember that experience of that happening. When I was a kid, I was convinced by it. This was my evidence that ghosts were real. You were never going to convince me that ghosts weren't real because that happened to me, and that was a ghost, right. and it, it was real. And it did happen, but as I've become an adult, I've learned of something called sleep paralysis, which is where you can have a dream or a nightmare, and your dreams can basically come into your lucid waking life to the degree that you can perceive it, but when that happens, you're stuck between in a state of sleep and awake and 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 awake so you can't really move yet but you can see your environment around you so you're in like this blended like reality between dream the dream world and the real world this happens to people all the time and it's what a lot of ghost experiences are attributed to somebody going through something like sleep paralysis but i can tell you as somebody that experienced this at a pretty young age it was incredibly vivid and incredibly terrifying I was, um, I was super fucked up about it uh, for a long time, and it was something that I literally told everybody that would listen to about it as evidence that this is what ghosts were. Until I became again, until I became an adult, and I understood something a little bit different about how reality works. So, anyways, that was that was my first experience with anything that I thought was like supernatural in any way. Um super weird it's got barney in it (laughs) the ghost is like drawn it's got an outline it's like a cartoon it was super weird it's literally got an outline (laughs) you running you running with barney sounds more terrifying than 
ghosts <laughs> kind of sounds, but it's still like it's it's all it's being all fucking ominous and threatening, <laughs> like that. That's and then yeah, the wake ghost, up the ghost and see scary, it, like the ghost wasn't scary looking. It was just intimidating that he came into my real life from my dream. That was what yeah. scared me. He didn't look oh, scary. It wasn't anything that I felt like uh, threatened by until I felt like I was stuck to my bed and I couldn't move. Yeah. But, but again, I'm like four or five, something like that. So tell me yeah, an experience dope. that you've had. So, you know, I, I had never really experienced any of that stuff. So, you know, un- until a few years ago. So I would always see this stuff and be like, oh, that's stupid you know like oh, mm-hmm. i wouldn't say it was stupid but like i don't fucking believe that like there's there's no goddamn ghosts like right right whatever so and then the kids would be watching you know paranormal activity and the guys just like fucking mocking the ghosts and i'm like that'd probably fucking be me <laughs> right there like that would be me mocking the ghosts i'm the first i'm the first guy that's killed <laughs> so uh so we move in here well we move in next door right mm-hmm and uh, it's some, from the first fucking day we moved in, Kaya would not sleep in her room, like in their room. At the oh, right. Okay. Yeah. She would refuse to sleep in there. She would fucking just sleep downstairs or, you know, sleep in the bed with her mom or whatever, you know, whenever I fell asleep downstairs or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she just would not fucking sleep in there. And it would just, you know, just be all these weird fucking like vibes around that room but still you know i was i was still fucking skeptical so uh well i'll tell i won't start with the that because that's the best part like that (laughs) so one time uh lacy's friend was visiting from out of town Mm -hmm. and lacy was up in the shower and her friend had her phone just was laying flat on the fucking counter like totally flat nothing under it nothing like no reason and it was far enough in to where if it vibrated it wouldn't just like fall off the counter mm-hmm. right so we're in the kitchen well in the kitchen we're in the living room watching tv and Lacey's upstairs yeah. in the shower or something but that's fucking creepy as hell right now <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> i thought i had found the solution sorry go ahead but but uh so then we hear like this this bang right and Lacey's friend is like is she okay? Do you think she fell down? And I'm like, no, nah, that wasn't loud enough. Like it wasn't loud <laughs> enough to be in person. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well I'll just go and look and see maybe a dish or something fell in the kitchen. Or like, I don't fucking know. So <laughs> these are animal boys. So I go in the kitchen <laughs> and her phone is just laying perfectly flat, like in the middle of the floor. Uh, and it, you know, it wasn't, I picked it up to see if it was broken or anything. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I handed it to her. She didn't have a missed call, a mixed, a missed text. So it just slid off the thing. counter. It just was on off the counter on the floor. <laughs> God damn it. And I was like, okay, man, that's kind of that's kind of weird. Right. And I would always see the little fucking tracers or you know, where you feel like mm-hmm. something's mm-hmm. right there out of your peripheral. Mm-hmm. I would feel that all the time over there. But then, you know, I'd just be like, all right, I'm tripping, man. Maybe, you know, maybe I partook too much. You know, who the fuck <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> So <laughs> that that was that was the start of that was kind of the start of it over there. But I'll add on to that story okay. later on. We'll 
because there's more to that. Okay. They kind of they kind of turn they kind of turn me we'll, on. We'll, to, we'll like, pick Whoa. up we'll pick up on on, yeah. on part two. Uh, yeah, this soon. one's to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> I love the I love constructing the story this way. I love it. Um, you're building a mythology. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So I should uh, write a creepy pasta on that. Amber Martin, it's good to see you. Welcome to welcome to the podcast. That's coming from Facebook. We've got uh, Fernando Sebastian Sebastian saying, oh, "Hold on, Hollow Man says, yeah, Barney in the desert is pretty fucking horrifying." Yeah, right horrifying. on a on a fucking like dirt track. Like, I don't know why my imagination imagine? went there, man. It's fucking weird. Your dream, your brain does weird things, man. Uh, Fernando said, I've had an experience like that as a kid as well. You never forget the feeling of being scared, but also realizing what that thing might be. Okay, cool. Dude, Fernando, if you've got a story to share, man, we're happy to hear it. DJ Hannibal Royce, okay, this music, what the fuck, LOL. Dude, (laughs) first of all, if the music becomes obnoxious at any point to you guys, let me know. I'm certainly willing to, uh, to switch back to the old stuff, but I felt like it was in, it was in theme with the fact that we're telling some creepy stories yes, tonight. So. And, and DJ Hannibal Royce wisely adds, as a black man, the minute something don't make sense, <laughs> I'm out. That's how you survive, man. That's that's the key. Like, nah, I don't want to know what that fucking sound is, but my dumb ass got up and looked. Yeah. So I'm not going to... Ma- I'm, I'm the dumb black guy in the horror movie that dies. That probably <laughs> dies first. <laughs> mm. But... That was that was a crazy thing right there, but there's, so there's definitely more to it. So so we're talking about hauntings, right? Right. Um, and we did a little little research to find a, and found a couple things that yeah 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 you know that we thought were kind of cool mm-hmm. um, and that we wanted to share. Sure. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Do you want to do you want to go first? That's fine with me. You go first. All right. So uh, I found uh, a story. Uh, that's in the area that we live. That's it's funny oh, enough. Awesome. It's in it's in the Aussie, Austin area. Great. Um, right. Yeah. You should worry. <laughs> it's uh, it's I, it's actually in, we live in the same county. County. So, yeah. Like on yeah, opposite so ends of the same county. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, technically, it's the same county. So this is in our county. So I thought it was kind of cool. But uh, so this is uh, it's called Jake's Bridge. And then I just found this fucking website that had all these fucking ghost stories from Texas. We just went on and fucking on and on. Like, mm. Jesus, man, Texas is a hotbed. That makes sense. So, There's some history in this fucking state, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> fucking a lot of bodies everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of sta- there's a lot so, of history here. So this guy, so so I'll just I'm just gonna read, maybe I'll pick some spots and kind of paraphrase, but uh, being, so it starts off being a cotton farmer wasn't the easiest way to make a living but if a man didn't mind working uh, he'd be able to get by and save a little so let's see bull weevil so apparently there was a flood uh, and it messed up the crops and then the great depression hit it started to get worse in the 1930s cotton never came back uh, so in 1929, cotton was 16.9 cents a pound. Two years later, it was less than six cents. Ooh. So a bunch of fucking people went broke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so maybe that's what made Jake snap. Uh, nobody seems to know Jake's last name, but there are lots of people apparently in Williamson County that know this fucking story. It'd be interesting if you knew someone out there that yeah, yeah. Lived there for a while. I knew that, but I, I bet you they do. Uh, 
But so, so for whatever reason, according to the story, Jake killed his wife, killed his kids, and then when he realized what he did, he went to this bridge and he hung himself. Boom, cracked. All right. Um, so, and obviously, since it's kind of a folk's tale, it's, you know, there's different versions of it. So there's one where it was a young kid that killed his parents or whatever. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. And there's another one, Jake being a young man. Yeah, he pushed the car containing their bodies into the same bridge. So okay. he's still, the story's still tied to the same bridge. Okay. Uh, and then later in that version of the story, he kills himself in a house, burns his house down and kills himself. Wow. Okay. In it. Um, so either but, way, he murders his whole family and then kills himself. Yeah. And then dies, but he, you know, it's all tied to that bridge. Right. Okay. Um, so uh, somewhere along the line, the story goes that Jake's like, he likes to mess with cars that are on that bridge, actually trying to push them off. Okay. Right. So some so supposedly, you know, there's some dumbass like we probably would have been those dumbass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I would have. But I people go, they go on the fucking bridge and put their car in the bridge is flat. You know, it's like okay. a, just so a regular. On an incline. There's not a hump or yeah, it's just a flat okay. bridge, and and they'll put their car in fucking neutral, and they they can feel it being pushed to the side, like toward the edge. They, and if your car is dirty, they'll people will report fucking handprints right. on their yeah, handprints on the car. Some people have have uh, have put like flour across their trunk and claim to have oh, seen fucking handprints in the fucking flour. Um, so I think this one's kind of crazy. Uh, let's see. There's another variant of the story that. Uh, yeah, there. So there's another variation of the story where. Jake's a friendly ghost and apparently there was a busload of kids that got hit by a train and it killed all of them so if cars are stuck on this train or on the tracks they'll miraculously move the fucking cars off the the track track. yeah interesting so and that's that's another one that I've heard about something from like San Antonio that's a little bit like that where there's this town that's got this road and uh, there's a train track Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, like the kids from the bus will try to save, or, or, or I think there's like two different schools schools of thought. Like some that think they're trying to kill the people, so they they're like pushing them into the train, and then yeah. some people that think they're trying to push them to get through the tracks um, to the other side. But I've I, there's a story like that that I've heard that's not far from here. But I didn't I didn't know there was a story anywhere anything like that nearby in Williamson County. That's right. I've never heard. Do you? Can you read one of those stories? Like, does it have one of them like, like written out? Like, uh, no. It just gave a, a little description of it. Oh, so there's just like Let's a description see. of the. Oh, hang on. Let's see. Uh, there might be a story here. All right, here we go. There is a story. I did. Okay, read. cool. So, twenty-seven year old, twenty-seven year old Jeremy Boheim, a graphic artist, uh, that works with Dot, the Texas Department Texas of Dot. Transportation. Right. Yeah grew up in Pflugerville and heard of Jake when he was in high, when he was a high school student. So looking for Jake was a great way uh, to get your date night out on a country night. Okay. What better way to promote the spirit of closeness than to tell a spooky story and then comfort your scared date. <laughs> right? So Boehm says, if you're looking for Jake, be sure to check the glowing tombstone in Huddle Cemetery. So supposedly there's a glowing tombstone. 
Where's the fucking? Well, I saw one. Yeah, so there's this there's a story or something where somebody was driving, right, um, past the bridge. Okay. And it was, I guess, it was like a rainy night, and they saw this person hanging out on the bridge. Figured they needed a ride, and this apparently this was, you know, back when we weren't all tainted by the fucking world when you know you could stop and yeah. give somebody a fucking ride and not worry about <laughs> and not be terrified of cutting it. your head off right yeah <laughs> so they saw this guy standing on the side of the road and he goes you know he drives past and then he's like all right whatever i'm gonna you know i'm gonna stop and see and, and maybe give this guy a ride and he gets closer to him and he sees a fucking guy standing there and he, his eyes look all fucking dead and he's got a knife in his fucking hand and the guy, you know, drives off and then looks back and then he's gone. He's not there. <laughs> and apparently that that has happened to several drivers going across that bridge too. So wow, interesting. This you know not super scary, not like extra creepy, but I thought it was kind of cool that this is in our area. Maybe we could fucking go find the bridge. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see and, uh, and see what's I didn't up. Know that with, that, see if they're yeah. I gotta find this bridge, man. Not, I didn't know that was a thing at all. Now I'm like super yeah. curious about it. Jake's Bridge. Jake's Bridge. All right, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to. That sounds yeah, like we, a lot we of gotta fun. go there. <laughs> I've That's got um. I got a couple of Reddit stories that that I read. Uh, or I should say I had YouTube, uh, a channel on YouTube read to me that I liked a lot um, <laughs> that I that I wanted to share. Uh, one of them is more of a feel good story than it is like a like super creepy story, but it's still creepy just in the nature of it. So mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty short. So I'm just going to go ahead and read it like verbatim. Uh, but there's two stories in the one. They're just both kind of loosely connected to each other. OK, so. It says, when my son was about six months, I had a dream that I was at my grandparents' house with him. My grandfather was holding my son and crying while I talked to my grandmother. I told her I wished her and my grandfather were still alive to see my son. And she said, don't worry, we see him. I didn't think anything else of it until about five years later, I was talking to my sister and I mentioned that I had had a dream about our grandparents. She said, was Papa Joe, what we called our grandfather, holding your son while he rocked in his chair and did grandma tell you they were watching you i said yes and i asked how she said i asked how she knew and she said i had the same dream when my son was six months old what and more recently my son he was 20 at the time was driving from work late one night as he drove he said he very clearly heard my mother who had been dead for two years Say, Jonathan, stop the car. Out of reflex, he did. And as soon as he stopped, three deer ran out in front of him. Had he mm. not stopped the car, uh, if he had not stopped the car, he'd have hit them. So it's like really short and sweet, but this whole idea that like he had a dream where he got to speak to his deceased grandparents. Right. Um. I guess there's something because there's a part of that. My mom's mom, my my um, uh, my grandmother. She died when I was I don't know. I was 18, I think, maybe mm -hmm. 19. Um, she she and I were really really close, and she was super. She was a super cool uh, older lady. She had the like full on smoker voice and everything. She'd been oh, smoking for yes. years. 
um, she she gave free samples out at Walmart. That was what her job was. She she worked at she was one of the free sample ladies. Um, so we always, she always gave us like a bunch of pop tarts and like uh, paydays and shit like that. Like she just had always had like a bunch of junk food for us. But anyways, uh, she died when I was like eighteen, and I've always wished that my wife and my son. And I, my daughter now, but I, I've always wished that my family could meet her because, first of mm. all, she would love them. But it, Amber and my grandmother would just be like, they'd be, they'd click real well. Two peas in a um, pod. So, anyways, uh, I guess that's part of what why this was effective for me. But like, just that story in and of itself is just like, um, it's kind of chilling. It's 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 a little scary that you know two people are sharing this experience, this dream with yeah. these, with these passed on people. But it's also the, there's something kind of like sweet and like loving about it. It's um, well, it's just, can you imagine how freaked out you'd be if you, you told somebody your dream and well, no, you told somebody you had a dream and they they recite they recounted yeah. it to you. <laughs> yeah. Like I, that would totally fuck me up, man. It'd be terrifying. That's there's no doubt. That's that's, that's pretty fucking sick, man. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I think it would. I would feel like that's kind of cool, unless it was like some kind of nightmare. Yeah. But, right. You know. But if it's something like that, like that's, you know, it's freaky, but it's like freaky in a good way, right? Yeah. Have yeah. Have you ever had a dream with the with a dead person in it? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, um. I had an I had an uncle, that I was really close with growing up, uh, and he passed when I was. 17 16 17 and yeah when uh when he passed it left a pretty big hole it, it was a, it left a pretty big mark i think i'm sure i've seen him in a dream or two um, I've, I've, i can't think of one specifically but not that uh, like I, I i mean at least from what i can remember i don't think i've ever had a dream with a dead person in it Somebody you I feel, knew I, that died, yeah. Yeah, like I, I feel like maybe there's some weird significance to that. Like maybe I, you know, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I that just comes in my head. Like when people tell me they have dreams and they, you know, you know, they see sometimes might dream about her mom or sure, yeah. you know, like Amber has dreams about her anything. Mom. Like yeah. yeah, like I just I don't know, man. I've and I've lost people. I mean, obviously not to that degree, but you lose somebody close to you, and I just wonder why. You know, sometimes that's weird. Um, yeah, it, it, it's honestly, it could just simply be like something like a mental block, uh, like yeah. a, like a you know, a something to the effect of you know that person was so important that uh, even having a dream recounting them uh, just is, don't want to see him again. Painful enough for the brain that it just prevents you from doing it. Um, Fair enough. You know, like uh, not to get too I don't want to get into a bunch of comic book stuff, but that's what the theory has always been or or really the explanation has always been for why Logan or Wolverine doesn't remember his past. It's because um, his because his body heals. Yes. His brain healed over the scar. Healed the trauma. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So he doesn't recall the things before a certain period of time. It wasn't an adamantium bullet shooting him. That's for damn sure. So um, you, oh my god! <laughs> so you're telling me I have mutant healing factor? Like, maybe. Hey, I'm with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. Explains it. Nope. That's I don't need exactly any other explanation. I was, with that. I was thinking about wearing a Wolverine <laughs> shirt today too. Funny enough. <laughs> oh man. So uh, so uh, I guess I guess 
the next thing to try uh, to to go over is the um, is I mean I have I have more than one story for sure, and you have more of your story to pick up too. Yeah, I can I can add to the story. But do you want to go first? Or first, you, it's up to you. Um, I can jump in first. So yeah, yeah. We we had the thing with the with the phone, which was just totally random, but still like it gets knocked in off my the head for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, but in my head, like you know, you 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 know, you can kind of find some some plausible reason that that could have happened. Like even if it's kind of nonsense, you're like, okay, well this could have happened, mm-hmm. right? So I'm still you know a little skeptical, um, but so Lacey's dad had uh, come to visit and he was sleeping in the same room with the kids, mm-hmm. and he's you know he said while he was asleep, he felt like somebody was walking over the bed maybe to go to the restroom or something right which and makes sense so yeah so he pops up and you know kind of peeks up to look nobody's fucking walking in the bed like they, okay. no one's no one's getting up so all right <laughs> yeah right so and he tells Lacey this and Lacey tells me that too and I'm like oh whatever that's there's nothing to that yeah, I mean, maybe the kid so, went into the bathroom before he popped up to look. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, anything. So, um, so you know, I'm always up late, like, mm-hmm. playing fucking video games and shit. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes I will hear my son get up at night and, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to the restroom or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, that particular night, I, I didn't hear much. So, you know, I'm going up to go to bed so I go to use the restroom before I go to bed and I look over in the room to see what the kids are you know see if anything's happening because Caden will wake up and he you know he'll scratch mm-hmm. right? right so yeah, if I see him scratch and I'm like all right bud you know you know stop scratching so I go to use the restroom and I mean they have been telling they've been preaching about all these ghosts and people keep saying they feel stuff in the house like it wasn't just like us like people would come and say that kind of shit yeah yeah so I'm still like like extra skeptical and whatever y'all are tripping so I'm going upstairs and I go to use restroom and I look in the room I see that the ceiling fan is on the lights off mm-hmm. um, and so I go in the restroom and I'm, you know, fumbling around for the fucking light for a couple of seconds and boom, click, I turn the light on and I'm still kind of in the hallway and the exact same moment I turn on the bathroom light, the light in that fucking room comes on. The light in the room comes on, but it, you know, I'm like, okay, well, maybe Caden got up to go to the restroom or something, he turned the light on, he doesn't normally do that, but you know, whatever. So Remember, the fan is on, the mm-hmm. light is off, so there's only one way to turn the light on. Just to pull the Gotta cord. pull the fucking string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go in there and look. Everybody's fucking sound asleep. Ooh. And the light is just fucking on. You, Came did, on at the... Did you hear it click? Or nope. did you just see it turn on? Okay. Nope. I was weird. in the hallway, <laughs> yeah. And I clicked the light on, and the light came on in the bathroom and in the room at the exact same time. Wow. And there's no way that light could have been turned on without pulling the fucking string. Yeah. So that's... I'm just like, so I got like fucking chill. Like I'm getting chills like talking about right now. Like <laughs> that's fucking. I creepy. just got fucking chills, and I go, I go, ha ha ha, 
All right. <laughs> I said, all right. I know you're here, man. You got as me As long that as time. you're cool. Yeah, I'm like, all right. I believe you now, man. <laughs> okay, so, so I have, I have, oh, shit, go ahead. No, no, no. That, like, that was my turning point over there. Okay. I, and it's, 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 and I mean, little funny shit would happen, but like, that was like my moment like, that was right? what happened like, where was you were just like, like all right yeah all right th- this is just too weird to explain like, there's no <laughs> there's no fucking reason that light should have came on so mm-hmm. yeah that from that point on we even named it ghosty so <laughs> like fucking doors would just like pop open like for <laughs> no reason the door would the door exactly i'd yeah. just be like yo what up ghosty all right here's some <laughs> weird fucking noise or something would fall off a shelf like it was constant, but he's just tro- he's just like trolling, like friendly well, we have trolling. A tr- we have a tradition from uh, from Ghosty now, which whenever we play cards against humanity, when it's oh. just, when it's just the four of us, we'll yes. pull an extra card on behalf of Ghosty, <laughs> and Ghosty wins a lot. Ghosty used to kick our ass. Ghosty wins Ghost- a lot. The ghost pile would win all the fucking time, <laughs> man. Legit, for real. So um, <laughs> that's I have I have two residential. Like places that I used to live where something happened. One place was only really one time. There were like a few times scattered across a few nights, but it was really one event that happened that struck me. But another event is a little bit longer of a story, and it's more of just like we think we brought haunting into our apartment. <laughs> like, um, we, we created a haunting, like, um, like that, that's where our brains went. So I don't really know which one to really start with or tell first, but um, I'll, I'll tell them in chronological order. Uh, when Amber and I, we had been married for, uh, I don't know, like six months when we moved back to Austin from Houston, mm-hmm. we were living with uh, Liz and John and we had this two bedroom apartment and, you know, in Austin, like in like the central Austin area. And um, in that apartment, Honestly, I would have never said anything about it being haunted or being worried about it being haunted. It was never even like really a concern or thought in my mind. Mm. But when we were, so everyone's asleep, right? So Liz and John had two twins. Well, they had twins. They had two kids. (laughs) Two twins. (laughs) They had two kids. They were twins, a boy and a girl. Uh, And they, you know, they were, I don't know, maybe nine, ten months at the time. Mm-hmm. Liz and John are sleeping. Amber and I are sleeping. Or Amber and I are going to sleep. I th- we were watching a lot of like TV right before we went to sleep. We still do that now. But this is like nine years ago. This is a long time ago. So anyways, we're watching something to go to sleep. She starts nodding off. I turn off the TV. I start nodding off. And about 10 to 15 minutes later, she uh, or about 10 to 15 minutes later, I hear the TV in the living room come on to like static, like, or like, I I remember it as static, but I'm also remembering it as like this, like, like a YouTube video turned on really loud. Cause I had my TV hooked up to the computer. That was um, how I did things back then. So, um, but it, it doesn't really matter. It turned on and was making a loud, obnoxious noise. So I come, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm thinking like either the kids got out of Lacey's room and like somehow wandered out and tripped on the TV or John is like drunk as fuck and he came out or like what the fuck I don't know 
So yeah, I'm I'm really fucked. So I run out of the bedroom, um, and as soon as I like go to open the door and I peek around the corner toward the TV, as soon as I peek, the TV shuts off. Like I see it flip off, the sound shut off, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like I've never seen anything like that before. Like it was on loudest shit. Like it, uh, fucking. Sh- scared the shit out of me so i run and turn it off after i turn it off right after right after i turn it off now mind you it's like midnight maybe it's maybe it's like one or two in the morning it's late real real late i hear my upstairs neighbor sounds like he's doing fucking construction i'm not kidding like it sounds like a construction site at midnight at late as fuck and I'm and it's I'm telling you it was loud you know how like at your place when your kids are upstairs playing yes and you can hear them stomping it's at least as loud as that but with power tools like that's what it sounded like and it was going on and I was like what the fuck and I kept trying to trace it like I was like walking through the living room like looking at the ceiling trying to trace it I went outside to smoke a cigarette back then I was smoking cigarettes uh, a lot I walk around outside I I like look i'm like this sound's got to be coming from fucking somewhere never fucking found it because after about 15 minutes it just ceased like nothing ever happened nobody in the house woke up the babies didn't wake up the adults didn't wake up i was the only person awake in that house i have no idea i've never found out what that was but it was the most terrifying event that had just randomly occurred out of nowhere it was just this super weird and look there were no occurrences uh, that, that led up to that where I felt like the place was haunted or that we had seen a ghost or anything like that. It was just this spontaneous, random event, and I'll never find out what happened. Because, like I told you, the TV turned on, loud as shit, and I come out, and as soon as I come out, it turns off. How the fuck? Like... Yeah. And, and you're sure no one else was awake? There was literally no one else in the living room because I stood out in the living room for the next like 15 20 minutes tracing that sound all over the place. I never really found a solid location for it. And I've never figured out the sound. I I never figured out what that was. That, so that's that's creepy. So that that event happened and then the very next place Amber and I lived, right? Um this is back in shit this is maybe 2013 2014 somewhere in that range it's uh yeah so it's it's somewhere in that range okay. it's ha- it's halloween and us amber and i and ahmad hardcore stoners at the time uh we wanted to get fucked up and go to stay go find a haunted location like we were really into it we wanted to go find some haunted location in austin anywhere and we wanted to get like real fucked up before we did it so Ahmad had the idea. Um, he wanted to try sativa. Okay. Um, <laughs> now I had tried sativa before, but nothing happened. So I was like, "Sure, let's do it." I I wasn't even kind of scared. And when I had tried it before, like I said, nothing fucking happened. So I was like, "Right." Like I'm not. There's nothing to be terror to, to be scared of. Some- let's do it. So we went to Planet K and bought the strongest sativa that we could buy. And. Um, 
we went back to the house and we went looking for all these different places. We were looking for like hotels. There's like a haunted hotel in downtown Austin. There's a haunted airport that's like abandoned and stuff like that. So we like we were trying to come up with a plan. We called the hotel to see how much it would be to stay there overnight or whatever. We did a bunch of planning and we just decided, you know what? All this is really expensive. We just spent like 80 bucks buying this sativa. So why don't we just get like really fucked up, go buy a Ouija board because we knew one was for sale at Planet K and we'll just get really fucked up on sativa and weed and we'll play with the Ouija board. So, um, <laughs> uh, you remember McQuell? Yeah, yeah, I remember McQuell. Okay. So he came over, brought two of his uh, female friends with him. So it was his two female friends, Amber, me, McQuell, Ahmad. So three for okay. three. Um, all six of us tried the sativa. All six of us. I tried it first, then McQuell, then Amber, then Ahmad, and then the other two girls. I can't tell you that my experience was a good experience. It was weird as fuck. Have you, have you ever like passed out and then like come back to? Have you ever had like a friend like put you in like a sleeper hold or anything like that and you pass out and then like oh, come back to? No. Okay, well, that, it was a lot like that. Like I was like in this like semi dream state and then I came out of it, but I was like stuck in this like weird loop. I was laughing hysterically for like five <laughs> minutes. I couldn't stop. Um, and I was like, I was drenched in sweat. It was the craziest thing. Um, but it was not a positive experience. It was just the weirdest thing I'd ever fucking gone through. Everybody had a different experience, whatever. That's not the point. So then after we did that, we decided we're going to play with this Ouija board. So now we're all recovering from like, a, each of us had like a 15 minute trip out and like, or maybe even like a minute. It, I think they're much shorter than that. I don't remember exactly. This is years ago, but um, we all had this trip fest and now we've decided that we're going to play with a Ouija board. So we lay out a Ouija board, put some candles up. Um, all six of us put our hands on the fucking thing, put, you know, an index finger. And we go through the process. Nothing happens. Not a single fucking thing. Not one thing happens on the Ouija board ever. We've been Nothing. living in this. It's important to know. We've been living in this apartment for over a year now. So we're familiar enough with the apartment. Nothing's ever happened up to this point. Nothing happens on the Ouija okay. board. We don't contact any spirits. No spirits contact us. Nobody says anything. It's fine. Whatever. We put the Ouija board up. We all just get high play video games and then they all like i think we all just like passed out and like woke up the next day and it was a normal day but for the remainder of the time we lived there which we lived there for like three years three or four years for the remainder of the time that we lived there um random shit would happen all the time like we would be uh yeah so <laughs> we were <laughs> we were we were uh yeah i would it's not a good idea to do that after tripping balls man I'm, I'm pretty sure like if anything had happened we'd have been convinced it was real right away without any exactly. question it was not a smart idea <laughs> but what can i say we were being stupid we didn't have kids back then uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um so um for the next three years that we lived there random shit would occur just uh you know you get those bags of cereal 
you know, like that's what I, I, I eat a lot of cereal. I yeah. fucking love cereal. So uh, we get those big bags of cereal. Like my favorite is like the frosted strawberry mini wheats. Oh man, I fucking oh, love those man. things, dude. Yes, um, those are the shit. But you know, just we had bags of fucking cereal that we put on the top of our refrigerator because where else does cereal go? Um, and that's the nat- that is the natural habitat of, of cereal, cereal on top the of the top fridge. of the fucking fridge. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, anyways. We would have like the cereal would be leaned up against the wall and then it would just slowly tilt like this and then fall off the fridge the opposite direction that it was leaning for no reason. It would just go like and just fall like, first of all, all my mini wheats are busted now. Um, Let me me ask you. Let me ask you a question. What what did you guys ask? I don't remember. The Ouija board. I don't know. Even if I could remember, it was probably the dumbest shit you could possibly imagine. Like, we were so fucking... We were not sober in any way whatsoever. It was not a good idea. For, like, I don't, I don't remember at all. I just remember the girls that McQuell brought being so freaked out from the trips that they had had. That and no matter what happened, it was about to be a fucking nightmare inside my apartment yeah. if anything happened. So, uh, in either case... So, the, the Ouija thing happens... We start having these experiences. You you went to that apartment a couple of times. Yeah, that was the one that was fucking way up yeah, in the sky. Yeah, it was the third. Right? It was the, the third, fucking third, the third. The third floor. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I don't know if you ever recognized it, but that door was weighted. So if you open the door, it would automatically shut itself. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, I do remember that. So it was like this weighted door. That door, weighted door, would unlock and open itself all the time. What? After the Ouija board thing. I'm not even kidding. Me and Ahmad would stay up until like 2 o'clock in the morning playing KI. All of a sudden, just open. No reason. <laughs> Fucking nothing. <laughs> okay. Now, now the door just opened, but no, the, the door unlocked. Locked. That's, bruh. Yeah, no. The refrigerator <laughs> would open at random times for no reason. Uh, we were certain that Jackson could see the ghost. Because when he was a baby, because uh, his first six months or so, we were in, we were still in that apartment, um, and we were convinced because he would get the he would go into these like weird like he's staring off into nothingness, mm-hmm. and he would like just like, the, stare, like he's looking at something. But he was it was like he was looking in like he would smile at that direct in that direction, and like he looked like he was playing mm-hmm. with someone. And no one was there. And even thinking about it now is giving me chills, man. Like, it was the weirdest thing. And Amber and I were like, do you think he can see that fucking ghost that fucks with shit? Like, um, like we were never – it was never one of those things like we were terrified or we were scared that, like, some ghost was going to come right. and fuck with us. You just knew shit. something was but, there. like, random shit just kept happening. And it was hard yeah. to deny at a certain point. Like, how is the refrigerator opening by itself? Like, How, how does your door unlock? Unlock and open by itself. Especially, right. like, especially a weighted door. Right, the motherfucker would close itself. So I could, because you wouldn't have known, but that lock was loose. So I could have seen like the lock, like being sat in, like set in like a weird place, and like popping itself, uh, popping yeah. itself based off, you know, like how if you open a door in one room and the other door kind of opens because the air pressure in the room or something yes. like that. I could see something like that happening and like pushing the lock over. It was not a very sturdy lock, but like the fact that that would pop open and then the door would. It wouldn't open up. It would just open like 
past the you know the the clothes the you know wherever the doors so it just opened just enough to let a ghost back in (laughs) it was fucking something else man yo that's i that i would always say after that fucking you know after my experience with whatever was over with ghosty I would all, I I just think something happened in that fucking room, man. Like, <laughs> somebody died up there, like something fucking happened, cause it just was unexplainable. Like Kaya w- would cry, like she would not, she, she was would just not fuck with that room, there. like at all. And we'd be like, why don't you want to go in there? And she'd just be like, I don't know, I just don't want to go in there. I like, mean, no. All right. And if we told her she had to sleep in there, like she would sob and cry. Oh, man. And then I just bend and be like, okay, so you could sleep on the couch. Like, what if that's what you want to do? Which, yeah, for real. I mean, if it's going to be a terrifying, like, ordeal. Right. For sure. Like, and, you know, I, I don't think it meant us any harm, but, like, you know, kids can feel that shit, man. Like, well, it's funny because Lacey just, just said here, some... all, my, all of my kids have seen spirits as babies where I know they were interacting with my mom. Well, that's a sweet thought for sure. I'd like to think, like, you know, that was kind of like what I was saying earlier with the story about the grandparents, like they were having this dream about the grandparents. Part mm-hmm. of me wishes that I could f- somehow access something like that so that I could, like, right, because, like, I could share that aspect of my life with my, you know, with my grandmother or, you know, like with my uncle who passed, um, something like that. Like, so, yeah, there's 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 a sweet ideal to someone, you know, passing and having some. I don't know, um, like a presence. Yeah, just a piece of them there, right? Yeah. So I I have this other story, though, from from the Reddit stories. Okay. And um, (laughs) this one, this one's right down my alley. um, Okay. But I'm I'm gonna just kind of jump into it and read it, and I'm I'm gonna I'm fucking myself over here because I screenshotted it on my phone. So oh. I have to read it from my phone, and it's very small text from a screenshot of a video. On a, yeah, so it's a whole thing. Um, but hopefully hopefully, I'm able to read this and, and kind of stay coherent throughout. Uh, first of all, I want to say for everybody that's still in, the, uh, still in the chat with us right now, we really appreciate everybody coming and hanging out with us. If you have a ghost story, anything like that, make sure to share it in the chat. Yeah. Uh, we'll be happy to read that while we're going through this. If you're listening to this in the audio-only version, make sure to follow us on our social media. As always, you can find me at ScreenBreakEnt, and you can find Soups at Sir Soups. You can also find us on Facebook at WTF is up question mark, and you can find us on Instagram at WTF Spot of Soups. We hope you guys will follow us there. Uh, that way you can uh, keep in track of whenever we're going live and whenever we're doing a podcast or whenever we're just playing some video games or whatever the hell we're doing. True. So uh, this story says, so in my old neighborhood – there was this garage sale that I decided to go to. And because I was a child, I of course found a porcelain doll that I really liked. Yeah, I know I'm basically a horror movie character in the making. (laughs) I got my parents to buy it because why not? Fast forward two years later, while moving into my new house, I accidentally broke one of its legs and I never got around to fixing it because I didn't really play with it or anything anymore. So I just put it in a box on a shelf in my closet, where it is to this day. Now this happened about three years later. Uh, now this happened three years about three years later. One day, my family and I decided to go for a walk in a park nearby, but my mom decided to stay home for some reason I don't remember. So 
we had left to go to the park, and almost immediately after I had woken up, uh, or sorry, we had left to go to the park almost immediately after I'd woken up, so I didn't have a chance to make my bed yet. So when we get, so when we get back, I go upstairs to do some homework, and I get greeted with the sight of this doll sitting on the top of my neatly made bed, and on top of that, the leg is now fixed. Okay, no biggie. My mom just probably made my bed, and for whatever reason, found the doll, fixed it, and put it on my bed. And I would have found this sweet if not for the fact that after I asked my mom about it, she said she had gone to the gro- she had gone grocery shopping with the newly bought groceries as proof and had no clue about the doll. So yeah, I put it back in the box, covered it with salt, <laughs> and now it lays in the closet. Now it lay- stays in my closet because my mom doesn't want me burying it because she's very religious and says it would make the situation worse. But now I hear tapping noises in my closet at oh. night. That is most definitely a human finger. So, okay, mom, I guess just let your daughter become possessed by some mysterious doll thing. But, uh, wait, uh, but I mean, it wasn't completely horrible. At least it made my bed for me. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) this whole idea of, like, a finger, like, tapping on the closet. No, nah, I wouldn't no be able to do it, man. Fucking way, like, nah. Okay, I can't bury you want me to it. I'm bury gonna burn it. it. I'm, I'm burning. Burn it. It. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't bury it. Fuck it. I'm burning that bitch. Um, I am burning the fuck out of that. Mama, can you start the fireplace tonight? <laughs> we got some shit to do. Give me that Ouija board too. Throwing that shit in too. You know, we might still have that Ouija board somewhere. That, I'm uh, sure that's that, come with us. Has anything weird happened in the place you're in now? No, not really. Not not that I can think of that, that was... Okay. Uh, I was going to say, maybe the Ouija board is what's haunted. I mean, that was the weirdest thing about that old apartment, because, like, there was nothing before the Ouija board, and nothing happened during the Ouija board thing, but after the Ouija board thing, stuff kept happening, and me and Ahmad and Amber would constantly look at each other and be like, did we fucking bring something here? Did we yeah, like summon yeah, some demon that's why spirit? People say, "Don't fuck with those things, man." You, you. It just seems so innocuous, and, and fuck, you just let some shit in your house. Yeah, which is fucking crazy poltergeist movie talk. But fuck, <laughs> man, like shit happened. Like it's not like you're just making it up, right? Like it was it, it so. was it was some weird it was some weird shit and you know again I, I we said at the beginning of the podcast where we were talking about whether or not we believe in ghosts and stuff like that i said then like i'm like a seven and a half out of ten because look the reality is is that all these experiences that that i've had uh which aren't that many to be sure but the experiences that i've had were they were fucking weird like they were intangible yeah. there was nothing that happened in those experiences that made me certain that that this is definitely a ghost. I could always find some kind of explanation for it. Like I said, you open a door mm-hmm. in one room and another door opens. That's just the air pressure shifting. <laughs> yes. And your happens house. all over. And, um, so, you know, I could always come up with some explanation, but it's always the stuff that bothered me where there was no explanation that I could think of. So like the door opening, the front door opening when it was weighted shut and the, you know, the TV turning on and then shutting off in the middle of the night. It's the weirdest fucking that's, thing. And I, and it wasn't sleep weird. paralysis because, first of all, I got out of bed. But second of all, 
Um, I wasn't asleep yet. I walked around right. the living room for a full-on 20, 30 minutes after that thing happened, and it still never really revealed itself to me what that actually was. Um, but I think I have, like, so where I work in the machine shop that I work at, most, well, it, it's not just a machine shop. There's, like, an office and a machine shop. The machine shop is, like, mm -hmm. a part of the building. Yeah. But, um, you know, I have coworkers that work in the, that work, you know, in the administrative side, and then I have, you know, people that work out in the, sh uh, a couple people that work out in the shop with me. But when you, any one of us is, at, at different points, all of us have worked alone. Like we've come in on a Saturday, we've come in on a Wednesday. Fernando shared a story with us, so I'm going to read that here in just a moment. Oh, I'm gonna... Yeah, let's, I think he's still typing it out, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'll let him kind of get that get that story out, and we'll we'll read that whenever we feel like we got. Uh, well, he'll probably be done by the time I'm done talking about this. But basically, it, it, so a while ago, it was like maybe three years ago, Chad told us, this place is fucking haunted, guys. And I was like, you know, my uncle used to say that, but I've never seen any proof that anything's haunted here. He goes, man, just work here alone. Now, like I was trying to say a minute ago or a second ago, all of us have worked alone at some point or another. We've gone in on a Saturday or a Sunday mm -hmm. and we've, you know, gotten an extra hours, worked overtime, whatever it may be. So all of us have worked at one point or another on our own in this shop. And, you know, Chad used to tell us, it's haunted, it's haunted, for sure, it's haunted. I know for a fact it's haunted. I'm like, okay, I mean, I've never seen anything. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, you just, you'll just be standing there and, like, you feel something walk past you or you'll see something out the corner of your eye. I'm telling you, man, it happens all the time when I'm here by myself uh, or when I get here before everybody else. And I'm like, okay, man, cool, whatever. Uh, and he used to get there at, like, 3, 4 a.m. So it was like, okay, like, I could buy maybe, yeah. you know. Um, so then he, uh, so then I start you know, one Saturday I'm working on my own and I'm texting Amber. I'm terrified right now. There's like, I swear I'm not alone in this building right now. It's the most uncomfortable feelings. Like every time I was like looking at the machine or if I'd look down at my phone or if I, whatever I was doing, there was always like this feeling like something just walked by, like the same uh. feeling I got whenever I'm working in the shop. And, you know, like my dad or my, one of my other coworkers comes walking by and I can see him at the peripheral in my vision. Like I can see him like wander off into the back bathroom or wander off out into the hallway or wherever they're going. It's that kind of sensation, like where I see it out of my, per I'm certain I see them walk. You know what I mean? It, you know, right. It's that feeling of certainty that, and it's that same certain feeling that I saw someone walk by my peripheral, but I'm the only person there. But I never had anything tangible that ever had, ha had happened to me. The one thing that I know of that did happen, and it's not much, but it is still really fucking creepy that it happened at all, is um, Kyle was there with uh, our, one of our ad administrative uh, people, and they were working. Basically, everyone had left. It was like 6 o'clock, 6.30. Uh, the shop was closed. Everyone was basically leaving. They were just like talking about what, whatever shit. And they were yeah. hanging out for a moment nobody's there just the two of them both of them distinctly heard <clears throat> they both scoured all the way through the building and never saw a damn thing and from that point forward everyone in that building is with certainty convinced <laughs> that there is something there that's not just one of one of us that <laughs> that gets paid to be there yo that <laughs> 
it, it will if it was just one person on that it'd be a different story yeah, but every but there single, are multiple people right every single person that works alone has an experience like that like they saw something out the corner of their eye they feel a presence they felt like somebody wisp by them or you know like when somebody yeah. walks by you and the air just kind of brushes you like no that that shit's definitely fucking haunted yeah it was <laughs> it was fucking terrifying like uh it it it's one of those things like you get comfortable with it over time but when i first started noticing it for the first like few months that i was noticing it it was really uncomfortable being there by myself like um and like today i got there nobody got there and so i was i was the only one there for like the first two and a half three and a half hours i was there at work today mm. and i got started getting that feeling and mostly because i was listening to all these reddit horror stories <laughs> trying to get like these ghost stories trying to like find some that i thought would be worth sharing and <laughs> that shit, it, it, it felt real uncomfortable being there but i, I think fernando's got a, a pretty good amount of the story listed up here um, yeah, that? okay. Let's. Uh, I don't. I could go through my second uh, haunting. Yeah, let, story. go ahead. Let's give him some more and time. Then, make sure he's by, yeah, by the time I'm done with that, he should be done with the story. Then we'll have a user submit a story. Mm-hmm. User. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a chat submit a story, which yeah, would yeah. be fucking dope. All right, so. This is a pretty famous hotel, actually. Uh, it's called the Hotel Cecil. Oh, I forgot you want to talk it's about in yeah, Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. And this story is awesomely enough. To, this is the hotel that American Horror Story Hotel was was based on. The hotel. Uh, what and, is it? The Cortez and, or whatever? I forgot. Yeah. They call it the Cortez, but it's uh, it's based on uh, Hotel Cecil. And, like, okay. and I think they've even changed the name because of. Well. <laughs> You guys are about to hear. Uh, so, more cursed and haunted, downtown LA's Hotel Cecil got such a bad rap, it actually changed its name see, to to Stay on Main, which I don't know that's, if that's, that's a weird. What the that's fuck? a that's weird a, name. Yeah. Uh, but if you're a true crime and paranormal fan, you've likely already heard of it, which, I mean, obviously, you watch Hotel, like we've yeah we know about this hotel, but we don't know about it. So, uh, so many bad things have happened here. There's literally an entire wikipedia page dedicated to his violent history uh its first recorded death by suicide was in 1931 followed by a long string of similar deaths uh and we are going to go over some of those deaths awesome uh (laughs) exciting so timeline of murder uh so it's the hotel cecil's connected to several well-known murders elizabeth short the murder victim dubbed by the media the black dahlia uh, no way. That, that's yeah. where they believe she was uh, murdered? No, she was reportedly seen. So they say, so this place is fucking cursed. Oh. Like there, there's, there, I don't, there's no stories of aberrations and ghosts or whatever, but this place is fucking cursed. There's some fucked up shit that happened here. So uh, she was reportedly seen at the bar uh, in the day shortly before her murder in 1947. Uh, and the Cecil was a, uh, I'm not going to go over that just yet. Let me make sure. Let me see if it goes down here. Okay. Well, whatever. Uh, and Richard Ramirez, a real fucking serial, serial killer, killer. Yeah. That, who was in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually stayed there. Uh, so okay. he stayed there and yeah, he stayed there in 1985. And many believe he was there during his killing spree. Mm. So he was living in that hotel and then another fucking serial killer from like Austria or Australia or some 
Jack Untingwager stayed there in 1991. <laughs> I probably butchered his fucking name, but he's a serial killer, so. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Butchered his name like uh, he butchered those people, man. Exactly. <laughs> That's justice. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on November 9th, so we're going to go through the timeline here. Let's and the the last one or the last the second to last one, it's like you might you might have even seen some of this on it. I know you've seen it. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you didn't know that it happened here. Yeah. So, no. November 19th, 1931, uh, Manhattan Beach resident Y WK Norton, that's weird initials. WK Norton Very was found dead name. Right. <laughs> was found dead in his room after ingesting poison capsules. A week prior, he had checked in under the name James Willis uh, from Chicago, excuse me, from Chicago. Norton's death appears to be the earliest known suicide at the hotel. So this is 1931. September 1932, May found Benjamin Donich dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Didn't leave a suicide note. Two years after that, 1934, a former Army Medical Corps Sergeant, Louis D. Borden, that's 53, was found dead in his room at the sea, so he slashed his own throat with a fucking razor. Oh, man. (laughs) So he left several notes, one of which cited his poor health as the reason for suicide, but Jesus, he sliced his own neck with a fucking razor? Yeah, that's 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 not a normal way to go, right? Like. dying choking on your own blood that sounds right pretty horrific man jesus so okay so march uh 1937 grace e magro fell from a ninth story window luckily for her her fall was broken by telephone wires (laughs) Uh, unlucky for her they were wrapped around her body uh, she later died at the now demolished Georgia Street Receiving Hospital. Oh wow! Police were unable to determine her whether her death was a result of an accident or suicide. Interesting. More crazy shit. Thirty-eight. A year later, not even uh, not even a year later, uh, a Marine Corps uh, a Marine Corps a fireman Roy Thompson jumped from the Cecil's top floor and was found in the skylight of a neighboring building. He'd been staying at the hotel for several weeks. Whoa. Right. 39. Wait, from a neighbor building? So, like, he jumped across no. a city street? Yeah, he, no, he, like, they're probably not across the street, but, you know, oh, maybe okay. a neighboring building. But he jumped from the top of that building, and they found him on the skylight of the building next to it. So, something in there is either getting away from something in this fucking building or something kicked him the fuck out. Jesus fucking Christ. Jazzy Jeff's his ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now uncle phil walks oh, back man. right right oh uh, okay so let's see uh navy officer aaron c neblet found dead in his room after ingesting poison That's, mm-hmm. what the fuck man Jeez. all right so a teacher 1940 a year later a teacher dorothy uh Shiger, ingested poison while staying at the Cecil. God damn it. Uh, right. <laughs> and was reported to be near death by the LA Times. 
but they never ever finished they never ever published again about her condition so we don't know we don't know but yeah but she like that's weird like that's been like that's like four or five poisonings right like yeah yeah so all right so 44 so at least whatever the fuck was in there took a break for four years uh dorothy jean purcell sharing a room uh, after cecil with her boyfriend shoe salesman ben levine uh purcell who had apparently been unaware that she was pregnant oh this is fucked up went into labor she later testified that she did not want to disrupt the sleeping levine so she went in the bathroom where she gave birth to a baby boy thinking the baby was dead she threw him from the fucking window oh my god dude landed on the roof of an adjacent building so she that she was charged with murder uh and she was actually jesus uh, that's found not guilty by reason of insanity okay yeah well she might be insane yeah right just a little you know i I don't i don't want to go to the hospital because i don't want to wake my husband or my boyfriend I mean, I throw... to, to, to to be fair, right? So you see, you see, uh, what's that room? Room six twenty one or four twenty one or whatever the uh, the room uh, the Stephen King movie with John Cusack. Oh uh, yes, where he's in yes. that he's locked in that yeah. room and he's having like hallucinations. Yes. Um, and even in you know the hotel season of AHS, there was like a, an element of you know the the hotel itself is creating like. Ooh hallucinations and creating situations for people so like if we're going down this train of thought that maybe this hotel might be cursed or haunted to some in in that sort of way maybe she was literally hallucinating and not in psychosis like brought on by the hotel itself or something right some something was giving her these weird feelings or vibes yeah yeah that's fucking insane okay um pretty horrifying yeah man uh 47 robert smith died from jumping out of the seventh floor window uh 54 uh stationary firm employee helen gurney jumped from the window of the seventh floor landed on top of the cecil's marquee one week prior she checked in and registered under the name Margaret Brown. Okay, so it's like everybody that goes to this hotel is like going to escape something. Like they go in with a different name or like they're all troubled. It's it's like almost every year somebody dies or kills themselves. Yeah, this is insane. So another lady jumped from an eighth floor window. Uh, Somebody jumped from the ninth floor window after an argument with her estranged husband, Dewey. I'd, I'd argue with someone named Dewey. Too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he'd, le- <laughs> he'd left the room prior to uh, Pauline's suicide. Oh shit! She landed on a pedestrian and Holy killed him too. No. God damn, yo! This place is fucked up. <laughs> uh, wait, Howard was determined that Tiani had his hands in his pocket at the time of his death. What? Okay, so people thought they committed suicide together, but they, after they figured it out, they figured out that she That's landed fucked on up, him man. and killed. Golly! All right, poor uh, dude, just fucking walking home from work or something, just gets smushed by some crazy lady jumping out of a hotel. Right. That's fucked up. That's okay. a fucked Whoa. up. Whoa! All right, so retired telephone operator. They found her dead in her room. She had been raped, stabbed, beaten. And her room was ransacked. 
Uh, Oscar wow. was well known around the area and had earned her nickname uh, Pigeon Goldie <laughs> because Man. of the the reputation she had by feeding birds in the nearby park. Okay, uh, that that's a way less uh, offensive name. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, near her body uh, was a Los Angeles Dodgers cap she always wore and a paper sack full of bird seeds hour after her murder hours after her murder uh, Jacques B. Ellinger uh, was seen walking through the square in blood-stained clothing he was arrested and charged for a murder uh, but was cleared of the crime her murder remains unsolved alright so somebody else who jumped out of a 12th floor window and so we're in the 90s now Okay. Uh, a man found deceased in an alley behind the Cecil. Uh, he either fell from, jumped from, or was pushed from the fifteenth floor. What makes them so sure that it's from the fifth? Oh well, there's probably like it's well, probably yeah, 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 yeah they yeah, can yeah. like measure the impact and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn. Okay, so this is the so uh, there's one that happened in 2015. This is after the one I'm going to go over. But the, so the body of a 28-year-old man was find, found outside the hotel. Some conjectured he may have committed suicide from jumping from the hotel. Jesus uh, another one said that his cause of death could not be determined, but they, they think he jumped from suicide. So this is the one. So this is the last one. This is the, the kicker. So this is, uh, there's a, so you may have seen a video that went mm -hmm. around. There's this girl staying in the, the Cecil Hotel who is kind of ducked off into an elevator yeah and she looks she's very scared of something she's like looking yeah. like somebody's following like her she's peeking out and yeah. like hiding and she's pressing the buttons to close the fucking yeah, elevator like she's doors. panicking like she's running for yeah something. but the doors will not fucking close mm -hmm. won't close crazy shit so uh let's see Video surveillance footage taken from inside of, of an elevator shortly before her disappearance showed her acting strangely, pressing multiple elevator buttons, hiding in the corner of the elevator, waving her arms wildly, causing widespread speculation about the cause of her mm -hmm. death. Um, so they released this elevator video. Uh, but so the way that this lady was found, uh, she was found inside the water supply tanks on top of the roof after this. Mm-hmm. After she was hiding in the elevator. Yep. So the only reason they found her body up there was because the guests of the hotel started saying the water was tasting funny. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with the water. Which is, oh, they were, man. They were drinking dead body juice. Yeah, that's right? so like, fucking like, shower water. dead body juice. Oh, like, my God, man. That's so, so fucked up, dude. But that, no one knows how she got up there. Like, no, no one knows how she got yeah, into the water tank it's supposed to, because it's, it's locked. Yeah, apparently it's supposed to be hard to get up on the roof unless mm -hmm. you have keys to walk through, like, as a janitor or something like that. Yeah. And the water tanks are almost impossible to get in, and apparently it was locked from the outside when they found her. So, so, so like, it doesn't make sense how she got in there. It was, it was almost as if she was put in there by someone else. Mm -hmm. Um... There's so, no, t but the video is super awkward or super strange because yeah, the doors never shut. She's like super sketchy. She's like freaking right. out. Like, she is, she's terrified. Yeah, if you watch that video. Like she's legit. Like fucking terrified. And didn't they do like an autopsy and she wasn't on any drugs and like there wasn't no. any evidence that she had like. I think they said she had like uh, bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. 
But I mean, I, I guess that could be an explanation for why bipolar is a little interesting. It depends on how, like what kind of like bipolar has like has like a spectrum. But um, even even if that explains her behavior in the elevator, doesn't explain how, how she got. How the fuck did she get in tank. in the water tank? Yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's that is definitely a real fucked up story. Yeah, and I, so, I, I've heard but, of this one for a while. All of that shit, and but it's funny. Like I told, like you knew the story, mm-hmm. but you had no idea it happened at that fucking. No, hotel. I didn't know that, and I didn't so, know this. The hotel had a had it, that. I didn't know the hotel that that had happened at had a history. Had a it's total like there's there's, it might not be ghosts and spirits in there, but, or so whatever. But that place definitely has something's some go, kind something's of going curse, on there. Like, it's got like an energy. Yeah, like that that place. I could see why. Uh, Precious got trapped there. I guess her name's not Precious in American Horror Story, but you know what I'm talking about. I do know who you're talking about. I'm, I'm uh, trying to remember got, what her name was. I can't. Uh, shit, I can't remember her name. I can't either. But I, she, I, she had to, she had to be rescued from that hotel. I by, remember. Uh, yeah, in Coven. Yeah, by the yeah. Or not by in Coven, and uh, Apocalypse was, is when they rescued. That's her. right. Exactly. Exactly. Because she got stuck in there in hotel after she was in yes, Coven. Absolutely. Yeah. So. But I had no idea they based that place on a real. But now I now you can understand why there's so much fucking death and dying See, in there, other than it being American Horror Story. When I hear about stuff like this, I know I'm supposed to be freaked out, but I really kind of like I kind of want to stay at this hotel and see what the fuck this intrigued. Is going on. Yeah, I, I, I like don't the, test it. The, the Stanley Hotel. I feel the same way about the Stanley Hotel. Like I I totally would stay a night at the Stanley Hotel. I totally would do nope. it. I would totally do Ain't it. With it. All right, so let's see. Fernando's got quite a story here for us, so I'm excited yeah. to read it. All right, Fernando, he says, Here's my story. When I was eight or nine, my family decided to, uh, to spend a weekend at my grandmother's house. Big house. Had an amazing dog. My parents, my brother, my uncles, cousins, everyone was there. My brother and my cousins decided to play the cup game, which is pretty much like using the Ouija board. Since I was a lot younger, they decided to wait till our folks went, went to bed so I could quote unquote play and they wouldn't get mad at them. So we are like three minutes into doing the thing and I'm already scared trying to prove that I'm not. And suddenly three cups fall from the cabinet next to the dining room where we are. Mm. And that was it for me. I run like hell to my bedroom and the dog followed me. I got into bed and put the sheets all the way up to my head. And I waited for like five seconds and started thinking, this is stupid. It's probably nothing. I put the sheets down look through the screen door uh, that was there and I could see the dog sitting looking at me. I sat on the bed, turned my head, turned my head and some kind of head which had like glowing eyes was looking at me. Whoo! I just got chills man. Like (laughs) uh, was looking at me. It was like smoke on the shape of the, in the shape of a head and glowing uh, and glowing things where the eyes should be. It starts getting closer, and then the dog barks. Next thing, it's sunny. Next day, next day to me, what just happened was two seconds ago. I come what? out. The dog was still sitting there, goes all happy around me, everyone telling me that the dog never moved from that place. My brother and my cousins all telling me, I did run, the dog followed, and that's it. Did I dream all that? Was it a shortish, the shortest nightmare ever? I don't know. I like to think it was. I understand why you would like to think it was. Holy that's shit. That's terrifying son. as shit, man. Yo. And that does that's funny because that does actually in a in a sense like mirror a very the the experience that I had 
with that with that dream uh with whatever that ghost cartoon thing like i i almost feel like Desert I, Barney. I still feel like i could like vividly draw that ghost like i've never tried to do it but i feel like i could i feel like i could i i, I can vividly remember it well enough that i think i could draw it but it's legitimately it's like a mix between casper and shy a shy guy like it, that's you're gonna, you're gonna draw that shit and it's gonna pop up <laughs> in your yeah, next right. fucking <laughs> right <laughs> He's like, oh, I told you to stay away from my track, bitch. <laughs> it's my track. <laughs> the best part about that story is the whole Barney, like, uh, right? you need to learn to share. <laughs> He's telling the fucking ghost that shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Barney. <laughs> right? I, was, I love like, you. Barney did, and then Barney goes all like five nights at Freddy on the ghost. Oh, like, God damn. Uh, there, there's there's speculation that uh, Fazbear, uh, Freddy, uh, Freddy Fazbear might be uh, one of the DLC characters in the new season of Mortal Kombat 11, which we'll actually find out tomorrow. Oh wow! Uh, they're, okay, they're, they're doing the next Fighter Pass trailer is tomorrow, so we're gonna find out all about who that is. But that's not really relevant nice. to the podcast tonight. Um, no, no man, that's see that's the thing about Ghost Man. Like I've never seen. Or had any personal experience that convinced me, but I've had enough experiences that have made me go, okay, maybe there's something more to this. Watch out on the next Fall Guys gameplay <laughs> when you see a Fall Guy that looks like the ghost. I'm going to be honest with you. I hadn't thought about it in all this time um, until I started telling this story, but it, it potentially... I could see how a fall guy could like could look like the 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 ghost uh-huh. from that dream. I could stay see off my seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that game feels like, legitimately, all the time. It's like, uh, <laughs> kicking me it's off the seesaw. Because idiots don't understand how seesaws work. It's so fucking ridiculous, man. People are really bad at seesaw. Yeah, <laughs> they are. They're the worst at seesaw. All right, guys. I think, I think that that's uh, that was that's it for this podcast, man. I feel like we covered uh, all the stuff that we set out to cover, and we had. Um, I got to tell some stories that that I, I one of those stories I haven't told in a long fucking time, in like Dude, years and years. Fucking creepy stories, man. Uh, like mine was just mine was kind of like, hey, there's a ghost. You had some, <laughs> yeah, you had some like legit hauntings, man. Like. <laughs> I still I don't, don't know, know what that TV banging above the floor above me. I don't know what that was. I'll that's ne- probably the fucking. That's probably the ghost that followed you. No, no, no. That was from the place before. I said it probably followed you. Oh, you mean when we t- took the Ouija board out? It like woke up uh-huh. or something. It was. It attached itself to us. Like, like, hey, you guys. Well, that, I'm coming that ghost to... was was quiet as shit for years in the house that, in, in the apartment we were at before that night, where it just decided to turn on and off all my electronics randomly. Yeah, it drains the batteries, man. That's what Yvonne said. Yeah, that is what Yvonne said, and I don't think she's wrong, man. That's uh, the, if if ghosts exist, and it makes sense that they would draw from some kind of energy. And what is it Einstein True. said when you uh, energy can't uh, what, something? I don't want to fuck up his quote, but it was something like uh, energy never disappears. So like, we we are made up of energy. So when we die, that energy goes somewhere. So Just transfers uh, somewhere else. It's one of those huh? things that Michio Kaku is used as a way to scientifically say that. You know, I don't think it's fair for us to say that God doesn't exist. So, uh, 
mean, we don't know enough. And there's so many unanswered questions that there's no reason to think that God doesn't exist, uh, you know, unless you can, unless you can prove otherwise. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it, the whole ghost thing is to me, man, I just don't, I've never seen anything that convinced me for sure, but I've seen some stuff that freaked me out. I've been through some like weird experiences that yeah. freak me out, but I think that's going to be it for us tonight, guys. We really appreciate everybody coming by again. If you listen to this podcast on the audio only version, uh, make sure to, you know, subscribe to the podcast and catch us out uh, catch us on the other episode or on other episodes going forward from here, but also check out our past episodes. If you haven't already, if you haven't already also, we'd love to have a review. Love it. If you left a review, you know, try to make it a five-star review. That's great. But if, (laughs) (laughs) but if you guys are uh, watching us on YouTube and the archive after the fact, we appreciate you guys coming by and hanging out with us throughout the podcast tonight. We got two more podcasts or no, we've probably got more than two more podcasts that we're doing in this. Yeah. Um, so it's, if you guys got ideas that you guys want to see us do this podcast, uh, you know, in some kind of format or in, uh, about a certain topic, let us know. I think we've got what we probably got three more weeks. We got three more. Yeah. That would that we get that, that we've got yeah, before man. this is uh, before. this I, is. All I think we done. should do a, another creepy pasta one. I love the creepy pasta. I think man. we should do another creepy pasta one. I'm into that. I'm into that. If you guys are into that, make sure to let us know in the comments down below. Like the stream, uh, like the video, share it with your friends, leave comments, let us know what you thought. And uh, yeah, if you're on Facebook, same thing as always, man. Like the page, follow us. Make sure that you're, uh, you know, you're letting us know what you think. React to the posts, all that good stuff. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, follow us on Instagram, WTF Spot of Soups. Follow me on uh, Twitter at screen break and, and follow soups on twitter at sir soups and that's it all right man you guys have a great one thanks so much for coming by we'll see you guys next time peace